So I want to talk about tonight, Beis Hashem. Um, to start talking about at least is the mitzvah of Lakas Neiris. As you know, that there's a chiv um, before Shabbos, obviously, um, the chiv of Lakas Neiris. The reason for Lakas Neiris, so we have to, uh, more than one reason the Gemara gives. The one reason the Gemara gives is Kavat Shabbos. Kavat Shabbos is that it's more like is makes the Siddur Shabbos more of a mechubed, more of an important uh, like meal if it has the night as well. And the second reason which is brought in the Gemara is earning Shabbos, or which is also sometimes called Shalom Rice, which means that a person can see. And when a person can't see, so besides the fact that they might hurt themselves, they can't see what they, what's around them, um, there's also the possibility that they you know, eat in the dark. So the Gemara says, a person doesn't enjoy food, they can't see what they're eating. Mm-hmm. Now, if the reason was I was covered, that it adds more like, ambience and like a certain respectability to the meal, so we understand why that was something necessary for Shabbos. If the idea was that people shouldn't be in the dark, so then that would apply any night of the week. Now, people don't want to always sit in the dark. It's a natural thing a person wants to see what they're doing. So what, what distinguished Shabbos that there was a special in the like and the answer is Pashat. And that is during the week, the person can light the candle when they want to use it, when they want to use it, when they need the light. So I don't have to light the candles up front if I want to eat later. Uh, I can light the candle normally when I want to eat. And if I want to go to my room and I want to see what I'm doing, so I'll take the candle with me. But because in Shabbos, um, there's no ability to light candles on Shabbos. So we know that a person has to light candles in advance, so that that way, when on Shabbos, they'll be able to see. And that way, on Shabbos, they won't, they won't have the problem of hurting themselves or not, not knowing where they're going because it's, because it's dark. Okay, so that's, uh, that's the Ekechi of the Rabbanon of Hadlakas Neres for Shabbos. And uh, even that's the Rabbanon, as you know, the thing is made in applications is the Mitzvah. That's the first point. Uh, now, the the difference today that there's electricity makes a well that raises the question. So, what's the nature of the chiyuv of lighting candles today? Because in a time when they relied on the candles for light, and without it, they would be sitting in the darkness. So, you understand why that was a fulfillment of both of the Gemara's conditions. To have candles on the table is uh, more harsher than just sitting in the darkness, and also the person can enjoy it, they can see. Whereas today, we, anyway, we have lights. So we're not relying on the candle light, we have electric lights, we have uh, whatever other options we have, we know it's going to be in the dark. So then it really raises the question so, what are we achieving with our locus nearest? So, that's a two way question. The one question is, what are we doing by lighting candles when the room is already very well illuminated? And the question the other way around is, can a person be outside Lakas Neris by not putting on the lights? Because if the point was that there should be light, so then I've, I've made sure, I've ensured that there's light. It's uh, both sides of the question. So, regarding the first point, uh, which is, that is, is there, what's the value of lights and candles today when we already have lights? So the simple answer is, it still adds a certain ambience, it still adds a certain atmosphere. And if you're talking about covered Shabbos, so the fact that a person lights candles, that gives them more cover to the meal. So even though it's not going to be dark without them, that's a candle that's a dinner, it still has a certain, a different feel to it, so it still has a certain chashivas. So we're talking about the first one, which is a covered Shabbos, then candles add to the covered. Obviously we understand that if the problem is not, I mean, if the purpose is, ask covered Shabbos, and that's going to give a certain chashivas 
to the meal that a person uh, has candlelight, so then the point of it is to light where a person's eating, because that's what gives it the chashivas. Uh, having a candle lit somewhere else in the house where I'm not eating and is lights anyway, so the candle isn't doing very much. But if it's in the place where I'm eating and therefore it adds a certain extra element to the Shabbos or the candles, so then uh, that, 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 that would be the mind of Kavit Shabbos. Which is why, anyway, we're going to see that there's a, the extra point of lighting as the person eats, because then we've achieved the Kavit Shabbos aspect. Uh, and even when they're eating, not where they're sleeping. Right, where one eats, so therefore we don't want to ask Shabbos candles in the bedroom, yeah, Shabbos candles in the living room, where you're going to eat and it's going to enhance the, the atmosphere of the meal. Uh, because of that, the Mashmas, the first one was, they used to light the candles on the table. They used to light the candles on the table, it adds to the table. It's not always such an advisable idea, especially if a person's little kids and the candles aren't going to last if they stay on the table, but at least it should be somewhere that you can see them during the Suda, then it still has that effect. And therefore, even if they light, we've added covered Shabbos because we've added a certain extra element to the fact that they're candles. There are those people in Noyeg that when they light the candles, they first switch off the lights. So in that way, when the, the, the room isn't lit up, and now they're in the, without the lights on, so now lighting candles is going to provide the lights, so to speak. And so when I lit the candles, I was, it was actually helping because it was, it was providing that and there wasn't. And even if someone later on would go switch the lights on afterwards, but at least Bashas had luck scenarios, okay, you know, I, I was lighting something to provide to provide the lights. And what they suddenly need to do is that what they do is they switch the lights off and switch them on again and light candles will cover Shabbos. So okay, you know, I'm, I'm specifically doing both. In order to provide that for Shabbos, I'm not just relying on the fact that the lights had been on anyway the whole afternoon. So, so then that's the case. Right. And the electric and the, right. And so that's the case when a person would uh, would switch the lights off, switch them on, light the candles, make the bracha. So then it's on the whole process that I've, that he's done or she's done, I should say, in providing that for Shabbos. Um, either way around, that's uh, that's an added chumrah. It's not necessary, which means if a person lights candles. In a case where the lights are already burning, we still have the reason of covered Shabbos, and because of that, we still have made in it. Um, as far as the second point goes, and that is that the point of that encounter is that people shouldn't be in the dark and should be able to see where they're going. So this is brought down in the first thing too, and that is that a person should make sure that even if it's not going to be candles, but there should be either some other light source around the house, the things aren't completely dark. Now, it doesn't mean every room has to have a light on, but at least if you open the door, if you don't, people come in from a different room, and then if people need to see, they're not completely in the dark. That's also the halakha which is brought down, if a person's um, eating in a different place, and they're turning home to sleep, so even if they're going to light candles in the place where they ate, they should still ensure that there's a light on in the place where they're sleeping, so that they have a other problem, which means that the, the lack of, of earning Shabbos means they can't see what they, where they're going, what they're doing. So that's the that's the the lechatchila option to light when one eats and to make sure there's lights in other parts of the house as well, so that we've got the covered shabbos where a person eats and the only shabbos that a person can see. Quick question. Okay. Yeah. If somebody goes away. Okay, so that's in the case where a person's in their own home and and has the ability to light in the optimal location. If a person's having guests for shabbos. So, do we say that once the hostess has lit, so then there already is the atmosphere provided by candlelight? And if that's the case, if the guest wants the light too, I'm going to ask the question, what's she adding? There already are candles. So, the person discusses, and the person says that 
more candles make more of an atmosphere. We don't we don't magbil, we don't limit the fact that only one person can act in one place. If another person also wants to act, okay, that, that adds more. We don't have a problem with the second person acting and making a bracha as well, because they're, they're also adding to the spirit of Shabbos by lighting candles. The question really is, and this is something which the poets can don't discuss, but it is a problem. And then at what stage does that stop? Let's say a person has two candles, four candles, you know, six candles, because they're still adding. But let's say a person has a Sheva Brachas, and there are 20 ladies there, and each one's lighting two candles. Does it get to a stage where the candles just aren't adding anything anymore? And if that's the case, then is what's the person achieving by adding more candles when there are already so many? Like I said, it's not something the poets can talk about. It's, it's raised more as a question. In other words, if the, the candles aren't just symbolic, they're meant to be doing something. And what they're meant to be doing is either providing covers or providing oinek. And in a case where they're not doing that because there's already enough candles without them, so then what's, what's the person achieving by lighting? It's not just for the sake of lighting, it's for the sake that the person is going to make use of the light in some way. And then it becomes a good question, like where, what's the limits of how many candles do we say there's still something to be gained by lighting more candles? What do you think light on the table? Then, you know, it looks nice. I mean, I mean, well, you know, there's only a certain amount of people at the table, so you know, you always, of course, they always light on one table in the corner, and like in a if hotel. You were, you if know, you were scattered the, the cans between all the tables, every table is lit, that would definitely yeah, add something. Yeah. It just needs to be making everything work, which is the second problem. Yeah. But uh, yes, if if they have a side table for everyone to light on, like they have in hotels or things like that. So then again, uh, two more tea lights when there's a whole sea of them already, what did I add? And uh, like I said, I don't have a good halakha solution for that. We always advise people, if you know that that's the, the situation where you're going to be for Shabbos, so make sure you're the first one to that. Or at least one of the very first people to that, because at least then for yourself, you're doing something. Would, would it be advisable in such a case? Um... Uh, no, that's first. The second point is, sometimes in a place where the place that they're allocated for lighting candles isn't even in the dining room. It's in the lobby or it's in some side room because there's the hotels, they want to work and they don't want candles in the way and they don't want to uh, have a potential fire hazard. So they allocate some small room on the side and we go light there. And then you're doing absolutely nothing. Because if you're lighting in a different room, you're not going to see the lights, you're not adding to the meal, you're not adding to the light. So then it's Kemata Brachal uh, Same thing in the hospital. Well, they're in the hospital, they understand, and as the Charlotte ladies want to light candles, they don't want candles burning in the wards, it's a hassle kind of. So they have one of these wheel, like trolleys and wheels that they use to bring their food around. So they have one of these metal trolleys, they fill it with tea lights, and they wheel it up and down, so the way, so every lady can light with two candles, which will the next person, will the next person, then wheel it out the ward and go to the next one. So what did you do? You have two candles which got wheeled away the second you finished. So then again, it's a big shadow. You're not yet to like that. You didn't do anything by lighting. So what do we do in cases like that? So the first option is, if the place where I'm lighting, there are really too many candles, so then let's look at a different place. And we said before, there's also a, a reason to light Shabbos candles to provide light. So if I'm at the table where I'm eating, there are already too many candles, so then maybe in the bedroom, I should light a candle there. Because that way it will be the lighting of a place which will otherwise be dark. That way I'll be able to see what I'm doing by candle light. So I'm achieving something, at least I'm achieving the earning Shabbos. Uh, and if a person's in a room, their own house, wherever it's going to be, then they can light candles in the bedroom, which would, would add something, obviously, in a safe way. So then that would be a, a good way to light as well. But in hotels, we uh, allow people to light in the bedrooms, or in hospitals, where 
it's, again, it's a war, it's not really a bedroom, so that's not an aid to either. So what else can a person do? What else can a person do in order to be Yetzir Nehra Shabbos? Um, so often when you're talking about hotel, when you're talking about someone is in the hospital, so even if the lady is in the hospital, very often her family will still be at home. And if that's the case, she can, they can act for her in her own home. So it's true that she personally isn't benefiting from the nearest where she is, but the Mesa, the Chiyov to land in her house, so then it's being done for her. That's, uh, that also has a get of Hadlaka's nearest. But if the whole family is together in the hotel, let's say, and then there's no one at home, so nothing to lie there for, so then what's the aid so what to do? So here, the Rosh Hashanah held that if a person can't light candles because it's dangerous, in a case like that, but here you can be used flashlights. And what's the point of a flashlight? The point of a flashlight is that it's something which, again, it's always the old-fashioned flashlights, which had a, a bulb with the filament. Right. Not the LED ones of today. So it's actually burning something. It's, it's, it's also a fire. It's like lighting, it's, instead of having a candle which is burning like a flame, it's something which is burning in a metal wire. But the mice is something, it's something which is bad and burning. And it's something I'm putting on by switching on the flashlight. And so if I put on a flashlight, then I would, and in a room which is dark, I've achieved the same thing. Uh, so I just take, uh, uh, co- like cause light in a place which will be dark, and therefore you just say, take two flashlights, light them in the hotel room, in the bedroom, wherever it is, then it will provide light, so it's not completely dark, and I can be able to lighting Shabbos candles like that. But if the point is light, not just fire, wouldn't the LED be... The and the LED doesn't really work, you're not lighting in there. But if the lights in your house are LEDs... Is that a problem? And you could do that even not in the dining room, in the dining room, even where it's then sleeping. It doesn't help you do that. You, you can still make a bracha. Press, yes. So now when I'm sleeping, I can still make a bracha. Which will be told, bracha in yeshiva too. If a bracha is in yeshiva, and he's going to be eating... Uh, is going to be eating as a guest by someone's house. So the halacha is that really he's chayv in Nehra Shabbos too, a lot of people don't know that. Uh, men are as chayv as women in Nehra Shabbos. It's just if there's a man and a woman, so then he gets the priority of making the bracha. But if a man's by himself, he has to make the Nehra Shabbos too. So if a bracha is in a, in a, in a, in a dormitory or in a dira or whatever it's going to be, and he's chayv in Nehra Shabbos, and if he's not eating, he doesn't have a place to eat in his dira, he's eating out by somebody else, so then he has to light candles in case where he sleeps. And, uh, that, and you can make a bracha now, because that's where he's going to light. Same thing, a person is eating out, on a Friday night meal, let's say a family is eating out. Um, so then, if they're, if they're only going to go to their hosts after the Sunday Shabbos, so they have to light at home. And if they light at home, in a place where they're still going to benefit from the light, because it'll, it's not giving maybe cover to the meal, but it's giving a place, it'll light up something which would otherwise be dark. The Lichat Chilev, they're going to be there before Shabbos. The wife can go over before Shabbos, she should light there. The Lichat Chilev, we better try to be eating like we saw before. But if there's not an option, a person can enter their sleeping, as long as it's providing light that they're going to benefit from, that's good. Except we always tell people that if you're going to rely on that, so then it has to be that you have candles which are going to burn long enough, but when you get home, they'll still be burning. Because you're relying it that you need the light. And I'm going to benefit from the light. If by the time I come home, the candles have burnt out, so I never gained anything from the light that was a bracha for nothing. So when a person wants to light in the, with the hope that they're going to use the light later on, so then they have to make sure that the lights are still going to be on, or not burning, 
when they when they come back and when they need them, therefore they can get a benefit from them. Yeah, that's the that's the ikadin of the purpose of the Dr. Snares, and that is like we said, either to provide covered or to provide a light that people can see what they're doing and they're not going to they're not going to hurt themselves. Um, how long do the nerves have to burn for? So there's a certain fallacy the world thinks that it's half an hour. That's a mistake. The dinner of half an hour, the dinner of Hanukkah candles. Nerves Shabbos, the dinner of half an hour. Nerves Shabbos, the dinner as long as you need them. And if that's the case, if the meal is going to go on for two, three hours since the time Shabbos came in, and people normally only get home an hour at least after Shabbos, and then another two hours after that, whatever it's going to be, so then a person at the end should have the nerves burning for the duration of the meal. There's no point that the nerves going out before I arrive home from Shul. Even if it's been there half an hour, they didn't do anything. And therefore a person should, and not only that, it's brought, that it's covered Shabbos, that nerves burning longer, because that as long as the person is still awake and needs the nerves, the nerves are there. Question. So, some people have a custom to divide the two, two uh, candles, husband and wife, and they like for all the children as well. Mm-hmm. So, with the Indian of staying lit for till the end of the meal, just the two main ones or all of them? So, I'll tell you, really, whatever person is lighting the Shabbos candles, it's to provide either COVID Shabbos or ending Shabbos. Right. So, that's a candle which is going to get before I use it, it's pretty much a waste of time. But I don't need so many candles. Make a dinner person, one candle will do the job. The minute of Thay Yisrael, the Ramon brings us to that too. Either for Zachar Vashamar or one for each of the husbands of the couple, whatever it is. The, the simple reason is Mashman is more Zachar Vashamar because even a single person who doesn't like that is by herself will still that too. Except Chabad. Sorry? Except Chabad. Right, one single that too. So, like I said, that's the minute of the Ramon. Uh, so, the two candles should light, be lit as long as the person needs the light. Now, those people that have a minute to light, extra candle for each child. Um, it's interesting, it's a question where that minag came from. I'll tell you there's two very interesting explanations in the Akronium where that minag began from. The idea of lighting a new candle for each child. I'll discuss it in a minute, but how long do those candles have to burn? So like I said, if they're meant to be Shabbos candles, they should burn as long as the Shabbos candles need to burn. But if a person wants to just do something symbolic for their children and uh, they're not relying on them for their Shabbos candles, then it's true, they don't have to burn as long. Where did the idea come from? To light an extra candle for each child. So there's two sources, and there's two rationales advanced by the Achronim, where the Mirror came from. One, one explanation is that the Gemara says in Shabbos, a person who is accustomed to lighting a lot of candles will have children to Melech And Rashi says, that's talking about near Shabbos as well. And therefore, if a person wants to be Rogel Buner, be accustomed to lighting candles for the Kavit Shabbos, so that you, you want to school up, and for each sign, I, I light another candle. That should be the school that he should also be a uh, Tavit It became the miniature for girls as well. So then if you want, maybe the girls meant to be a Tavit Chacham or marry a Tavit Chacham, whatever it is, that was, the one, that was the one explanation given for why people would light more for each of their children. Because it was a scholar, it was a scholar that someone who's Macbeth or is Marbeth, I should say, in the Shabbos candles, it's the sign for it's the symbol for the children to become. Like the Gemara says, the Gemara says about a certain person's knowledge of Avin, uh, and he always used to have a lot of candles for Shabbos. And one of the Amarayim who went past his house and saw that said, "Ani Muftachani, that from this house I'll come out to Melchamim." 
And the Gemara talks about Tanaim, when I was of Edi Bar Abin, who was his son, that was the Kiryu of the Gemara seems to suggest was in the Schos of the candle of the parents. So that's the one reason. The other reason given is very fascinating, and that is we're going to learn that if a lady ever, for whatever reason, didn't light Shabbos candles, so then Chazal gave her a penalty. And the penalty is that she has to light an extra candle. Every week. Every week afterwards, the rest of her life. Exactly how that works and what situations do we say that she is uh, considered guilty of not lighting the candles? We'll talk about that, as I said, a lot of interesting halakhic questions which come up in that. But just that's, that's just the background to the second opinion. And now, we know from the post scheme that in the olden days, um, childbirth was a much, much more major uh, ordeal and danger than it is today. And one of the main problems which would make childbirth even critically dangerous was the possibility of hemorrhaging afterwards, which they couldn't control. And therefore, the, what was accepted was that after they gave birth, she didn't stand up for a week. She stayed lying in the bed for a week, and that way hopefully the body would recover without uh, risking a, a danger of hemorrhaging, which could be the could be nefesh. And that's what the boys did. That's why she, for a week she wouldn't be out of bed, and because of that she wouldn't have to have candles. So the week after she gave birth, her husband or her daughter or somebody else has to have candles for her. And even though halakhiki, that's sufficient, as long as someone else lit on her behalf, the nice and the Shabbos candles were lit. But the woman took on that for every time they didn't light themselves, they lit an extra candle. So it came out that every child is now a candle. But really they said because it was the minag was that they wouldn't light the week after they had the child, and therefore really that that is the amount of Shabbos that they had missed. Wow. Which is very interesting. Is this really I saw one of the things as far, it's very interesting. If that's the case, it wouldn't have <coughs> so much today. Because today, it's not the done thing that lady stays in bed for a week after childbirth. Jump up, jump up right away. Right, and that's the case of the candles too. So that, if that would be the reason for the minag, the reason wouldn't be appropriate today. But once it's become a minag, not everybody does it, but there are definitely people who do it, and there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with keeping up the minag. Good question. Yeah. Now, when somebody does that, they like, she had forgotten one time, and, and from then on, it has to light another candle all the time. That's even if she goes away. Even if she goes away, you right, have to light the third candle. Right, 100%. If, if make a dinner, people like to, and even if they take on to that for all their children as they midnight, most ladies only do it when they're at home. Whereas if she's a guest by somebody else, okay, so I'll just be at it too, which is my kichir, and then no one, the midnight is not bad. But if a person is obligated by Chazal to that three, because they forgot a week, so then even if she's going to get, she'll still have to that three, because uh, Chazal is not obligated. That's not, that's not a midnight that she chose to she chose to take on. Okay, so that's the dinner of of how many candles to let. Um, the dinim of ways that I've spoken about. Um, one more point, and that's also a question for Rafa to discuss. And that is, the Rafa is that for a lady when she lights candles, she takes in Shabbos. When she lights candles, takes in Shabbos. Now, the question is, why is it like that? Because by a man, if, if a man has to light candles, um, for example, a man is living by himself, or his wife's away, whatever the case might be, so he's the one lighting the nearest. So that doesn't automatically mean he's taking the Shabbos, even though he left the candles. So the fact that one's lit candles doesn't automatically make it Shabbos. So why by a lady do we, we take it as an assumption, or as a, a principle in Halakha too, that lighting candles takes in Shabbos for her? And in Lala this, which means that if there are Malachas that a lady wants to do, just make sure to do before she lights candles, because after she can't, she can't do Barach anymore. Um, 
whether it's melachas in the house, whether it's putting on makeup, whether whatever it's going to be, uh, something which is a melachas, so now she can't do it, she's in the cameras already. Why by that is do we assume, the halacha, does the halacha assume that lighting candles takes in Shabbos, whereas like we saw, by men it doesn't do that. So there's two different svaras which I give. In the boys came, and also there's a big difference between them. The one svar is that that was the last thing a person would do. So now she's benefiting. Everything else is taken care of. The last, the last thing to do before Shabbos is light the candles and then let them die. And therefore, there's a certain, like, uh, maybe have a, a, like basic understanding, and that is, this is this is the last thing I've done, or this the candles I've done everything to for Shabbos, so now, now Shabbos can come in. Um, so that would be by a lady. By a man, it wouldn't necessarily be the case because he still wants to die in Mincha. And therefore, even if a man's lighting candles at home, but the halacha would be he's going to go to Shul to die in Mincha still. So I can't take in Shabbos yet because I'm not yet done with with, with, with Friday. I want to love a mincha. And because of that, we say it's one swear which is given. And that is by a lady lighting candles is a sign that I've now finished. I can take in Shabbos. And by a man, it's not because he, he's not necessarily finished everything he wants to do just because he had to take care of the candles. Um, that's the one swear. The other swear which is given is that when Chazal will attacking something to do as a way to take in Shabbos. So like you're going to see by a man who's talking about this, either saying Mizmah Shuriyam HaShabbos or saying Barfa of Marif. So then being as Abdiham started the Shabbos davening, so that's about taking Shabbos. And that's like we saw that there was a minute to bring to, to daven before before that time. It is, it, maybe today we then we say Kabbalah Shabbos, once upon a time it was Marif. Because that's what we're taking in Shabbos. We're doing something taking Shabbos. But ladies who didn't need to daven Marif. So what did they do to take in Shabbos? They don't count and therefore that's taking the Shabbos for them. Whereas for a man, even if he's lighting the candle, since he's going to go double married, so we have the way that a man takes in Shabbos. And because of that, so then he doesn't necessarily take in Shabbos by lighting candles. Now, why is this in- interesting? Because at what stage of lighting candles do we, take, do we say a person takes in Shabbos? In other words, is it the lighting or is it the bracha? And that's why the halacha says that a lady should make the bracha only after she lights the candles. And what's the reason for that? Because, well, it depends on the person. The other person can say that that's how she should make the Shabbos, by making the bracha. And now, if she would make the bracha before she had candles, so now she's taking the Shabbos, she can't have candles anymore. That's going with the swara that Chazal will attacking with something to do as a way to take in Shabbos. And therefore, the making the bracha, the Hadith Nisha Shabbos, is the way to take in Shabbos. So, so that would be absurd for them to do it. So, so I'm, it's backwards. So, you, you make the bracha, then do the So act. even though normally you make the bracha, then do the act, but over here, since that's the Nusach that Chazal gave to take in Shabbos, so you have to, you have to first do the act and, take in, and then make the bracha, because that way one takes in Shabbos with the bracha. So, oh, the, the halacha is, the halacha is that a person is meant to do the, say the bracha before doing the act of the mitzvah. And over here, if you light the candles first, so you, you're doing the action before the, the bracha. So that, the Ramah brings down, that's where the mirror came from, that after that he lights the candles, she closes her eyes to say the bracha, and after she, she she gets a benefit from the candles. And then part of the Nehra Shabbos, like we saw, isn't just to light them, it's to benefit from them. And so I don't want to get benefit until I made the bracha. And then she, the bracha... She closes her eyes when she says the bracha. You, before. As soon as she's at the candles, she closes her eyes, she puts her hands in front of her eyes, whatever it's going to be. So that way she doesn't get her nerve from the candles. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then she makes the bracha, and now gets her nerve from the candles, and then the, the bracha was before a part of the mitzvah. We say getting the hainah from the candles is part of the mitzvah, so okay. then the bracha preceded that. But if that's the case, then she takes in Shabbos by making the bracha. 
if the idea is the first reason we gave, which is really the reason of the Baha'i, and that is that she's now finished everything she had to do, so she can take in Shabbos. So really, <coughs> taking in Shabbos means when she's lit the last candle. And that's why it's brought in the that after they announced the last candle, she should drop the match, whatever that she was holding, because now she's, now, otherwise, by lighting the last candle, she's taking in Shabbos even before the bracha. And that would be the spot we said before, and that is when I've now finished everything I have to do, so now, now I can take in Shabbos. If that reason would just be the reason of the bracha that you gave previously, then until she's made the bracha, she can put out the match, put it back where it belongs, whatever it's going to be. But we, we, we take into consideration both both of these fires, and that's why it's more naracha that when a person lights the last candle, she should put the match down, she should not put it away or, or touch things which are be mukta, because it could be that's already taken in Shabbos, and then she makes the bracha, and that would be, even according to the other opinion, that would be the act of taking in Shabbos, and now she's also the bracha. Whereas a man, like we said, for a man, uh, lighting the candles does not take in Shabbos, either because he still wants to do Melachas after that, or because Chazal and Metak and him married a different way to take in Shabbos. And if that's the case, there's a discussion in the post game if a man just had a bracha before lighting the candles. Because if he's not taking in Shabbos anyway like this, so why don't you just go back to the regular day? And that is, he meant to say a bracha before he did the Mesa. That's how he does it. Yeah, right. That's, uh, that's as far as, that, no, that's as far as lighting candles. One more point to talk about. And that is Machlokas and the Rishani. Can the lady choose to do different? Can the lady choose to light candles and not take in Shabbos? Or is it automatic? You know, the default position is if the lady if lights candles is taking in Shabbos. But let's say the lady chooses, I don't want to, I don't want to take in Shabbos. Um, um, for some reason, she wants to, she's lighting home, she wants to drive to somewhere else. Or whatever the reason might be that she feels she to do something which is after lighting candles, is she allowed to make it tonight? And say, I'm, I want to light my Shabbos candles, but I don't want to take in Shabbos by doing that. Here in Ramadan often I get the question, do you want to go to the coastal? Fidel uh, Shabbos, or can she light candles and take a taxi to the coastal? And take a Shabbos afterwards. So it's a machlokus to show him whether that's an option or not. In other words, is there an option of not taking a Shabbos when she lights candles? Do we say for a lady? It's already, that's the Takan, so she can't change it. The Ramadan Sakhra is that a person is allowed to make it tonight. Only if there's a tzarech gadol. Only if there's a tzarech gadol. Only if there's a real need for it. And you can run the tonight. In case there isn't a real need, then you shouldn't do that. And now it's a bit hard to know what's considered the real need. Yeah, because of that, that uh, we will allow a person to light candles and not take in Shabbos. But... Uh, so he's going to call to the real need? It's hard to imagine it's a real need. People do it more as for the experience, or for the atmosphere, uh, the feeling of the Christ. Mm-hmm. To say it's a real need is hard to say. If there would be a real need, then there is a markham to be matted to make it tonight. If she were, that means before she lights candle, she has to be matted. Now, I'm not taking the Shabbos by lighting candles, and I only want to take the Shabbos later. Because otherwise, the default position is that by lighting candles, she's taking the Shabbos. And driving to Shul, if there's no other way to get there, like she would like, and if she stayed home, she'd be miserable and by herself. Uh, so that, that, that really maybe is more of a tad which we can think about. Uh, with individual circumstances, what's considered a tzadik gadol for that person. Um, the only thing which, like I said, is like we said before, is that for lady normally the text in Shabbos lighting candles, she can't have a mincha afterwards. Right. And that can raise not enough of a tzadik. Because the person can say that if she didn't have a mincha before and she has to light candles, so okay, so she's like, she'll have to have a mincha twice. Which is very interesting. They didn't consider the necessity of having mincha enough of a tzarech to say that would be a reason for her to not take in Shabbos for lighting candles. That's agreed across the board, but... Uh... That's easy. Yeah, that's uh, what we told her to do. 
she didn't have a mechli flying candles, but then that we might have twice afterwards because uh, he shabbos. Okay, that's that's only an option, but not serving shabbos. If you light candles like a half an hour, forty minutes before, but if you light light an hour before, I I think there's no option to not accept shabbos because then it doesn't look like you're lighting candles right, for shabbos. That's true. I understand that's at that point. The halacha is that if a lady is lighting a plaga mincha, so that's quite a long time before shkir. And in a case like that, so then you have to rely on the fact she's taking a shabbos now to make it look like she's lighting shabbos candles. Otherwise, it doesn't look like anything to do with shabbos. Uh, so then, then it's, it's much, you know, the much more person can say that yes, no, it doesn't work. The 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 of lighting shabbos candles early um, will only be if it's near enough to shabbos that it looks like she's doing it for shabbos. If it's for still much earlier than that. So then it only looks like Shabbos candles when taken Shabbos. And then in a case like that, then you won't have a hatter to, to make it snow afterwards. Um, for a man, again, this is a question. Because we said, look as nearest looks in Pagamincha. So if a man was not for nearest by Pagamincha, so then it's a question does that make him to take in Shabbos too? To make it look like Shabbos candles? Um, that is a machlekes of that. And therefore, we tell people if they want to take a lot of Shabbos candles early, it's much better for sure. Even if it's not obligatory, but it's definitely much better that they have a couple of Shabbos at the same time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we don't talk about tonight. There's a shame. We still have to talk about it. Like, there is uh, cases of water lights and what, what and what's the more preferable way to light, and cases where a person is in the more of a situation, what they can do in place of lighting. We'll talk about that next week.